From the Financial Times in London, I'm Andrew Ward and this is FT News. We've spent much of the past two years talking about Ebola in West Africa. Now, just as that threat recedes, the world is confronted with another reminder of the unpredictable and rapidly evolving dangers posed by infectious diseases. The latest panic involves Zika, a mosquito-borne virus that has been spreading rapidly in South America and poses a particular risk to pregnant women and their unborn babies. I'm joined by Clive Cookson, the FT's science editor, to discuss the outbreak, and I'd like to start by asking, Clive, where did Zika come from and why has it suddenly exploded in this way? Zika's been around for quite a long time. Like a lot of these emerging diseases, it came out of Africa. It was detected in 1947 in Uganda in the Zika forest, hence its name. And it was a very obscure mosquito-borne virus, more or less ignored by virologists, until a couple of years ago when the first big outbreak flared up in French Polynesia. And then late 2014, early last year, it hit South America and Central America, and for reasons that are not really understood, it's just exploded there. Why are people so worried about this virus? There's many viruses spread by mosquitoes. What is especially threatening about this one? For most people, the symptoms of Zika are very mild, like a very mild form of dengue, and it's closely related to the dengue virus. The reason it's so terrifying, though, is that unlike almost all other viruses, though like rubella, the German measles virus, it appears to get into the brain of the developing fetus if a pregnant woman catches it. And the evidence, particularly from Brazil, shows that it greatly increases the risk of the baby being born with microcephaly, which means its head is much smaller than usual and it suffers, unfortunately, from various neurological and developmental problems. Is this just a South American problem or could it be global? We don't know why it's such a South American problem now because, as I said, This virus has been around in Africa for a long time. There have been isolated outbreaks elsewhere. Whether the virus has mutated in some way, a rather terrifying thought to make it more virulent in South America, or whether it's that the South American population was completely unexposed and therefore immunologically more vulnerable, we don't know. But the fact is it is spreading very rapidly in South America. We've got the Olympics coming up in Brazil this summer. How disruptive could this be? Should people stay away? Well, I certainly think that as the health authorities of industrialised countries are advising pregnant women or women who are intending to become pregnant should either stay away or take extreme measures to prevent biting through covering up their bodies, applying the right sort of insecticide, of course. The authorities in Rio are emphasising, though, that it may be much better, the situation then, partly because August in Rio is the cool and dry season when the fewer mosquitoes are likely to be breeding. And there's an intensive campaign involving the Brazilian army to get rid of any of the small stagnant pools of water, even, for example, the dishes under flower pots with plants in them, where the larvae of this Aedes aegypti mosquito breed. What about the rest of the Americas and particularly the US? How far north could this spread? It can only spread as far as the mosquitoes will live, but they can unfortunately live in the southern US. Florida is particularly vulnerable. 
parts of Texas might be as well. I've seen it estimated by the US Centers for Disease Control that up to 22 million, which is about just under 10% of the US population, could be vulnerable. Europe is almost certainly not vulnerable at this stage, apart from the Mediterranean coasts. With Ebola, we saw the medical research community, the pharma industry mobilise very quickly to make vaccines once the scale of the outbreak was clear. Any sign of of a similar response to Zika? I think everyone in the public health community and the pharmaceutical and biotech industry want to be seen to be doing better this time. And a lot of the big pharma companies, the vaccine manufacturers, have at least got exploratory programs going. But it's going to be quite difficult because they're starting from a very low base. Perhaps the one good thing is that this virus is quite closely related to dengue and there has been some dengue vaccine work going on. Are there any alternatives to vaccines? With malaria, we've heard talk of genetically modifying mosquitoes as a way to tackle viruses. Could that work with Zika? There's an Oxford-based company called Oxitec here in the UK that is pushing that idea. It was working in Brazil anyway to try and get rid of mosquitoes that were spreading dengue in the sort of tropical northeast of Brazil. They say that if you swamp areas with large numbers of genetically modified male mosquitoes, they'll breed with all the native females. The offspring will die before they mature and you will more or less wipe out the mosquitoes and therefore the transmission of the virus. And finally, Clive, as we said at the beginning, it's another example of how quickly these global threats can emerge from infectious diseases. With Ebola, the World Health Organization was criticized and the global community more broadly was perceived to be slow in responding at the outset. So it's another test. How are the WHO and the the global community doing so far? I think they're certainly responding more quickly. This became recognised as a health problem a couple of months ago. They're meeting in Geneva this week to discuss Zika. There are going to be announcements tomorrow. I think they are determined to crack it more quickly this time. Thanks uh, very much, Clive. Thanks, Andrew.